so. Do you think you're mad enough to take me inside that house and attack my crack? Who are you? Three, two, one. And here we go, 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 go. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Not Another Nerdy Podcast, episode number nine. My name is Tom Van Zant. I am your host, and with me are my magical and my metal co-hosts, Mr. D-Rock, a Derek Amitris. Hard on crime, easy on the eyes. Here comes the money. And the man who brings us the money, the one and only, the myth, the legend, Mr. J Money. Derek, Tom, I knew you'd come. (laughs) Yes. Hello, boys. What up? What's up? How we doing? Good. Brand new episode of Not Another Nerdy Podcast. I can't wait for the list of deletion. Oh, yeah. Is it a good one this week? Sure is. Yeah, uh, that's good. That, I, I'm looking forward to that. That's our new weekly segment that J Money is going to be doing, is weekly list of deletion, which will be coming up towards the end of the show, so make sure you guys stick around for that. But before we do that, you have to give these knotheads out there a little bit of social media presence. Let them know how they can find all things Not Another Nerdy Podcast. They can like us on Facebook, facebook.com backslash notpodcast1. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat at notpodcast1. Subscribe to us on iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher Radio, Google Play, YouTube, just search for Not Another Nerdy Podcast, except no imitators. You are so money, and you don't even know it. Thank you very much. Well, I want to say happy Valentine's Day to everyone out there, all you lovers and haters. It is Valentine's Day week. If you're listening to this episode, Valentine's Day has probably already happened. I think it was Tuesday, so it was a day or two ago, because this will probably drop on a Wednesday or a Thursday. But happy Valentine's Day to you all anyway, belated. And later on in this very episode, we have a very special guest, the lovely and talented Akita Oaki, our cosplayer friend and sometimes co-host, will be joining us to answer a few love-related questions. We got a couple of questions, didn't we, Money? Oh, yeah, we sure did, Tom. Nice. So we will be asking her those questions later. And before that, though, we do have some things to discuss, don't we, gentlemen? A few things. We actually all went out this weekend and saw the new Lego Batman movie. Batman. Were you guys able to get the keychains? No, because we went to Agawam Cinemas, not Cinemark. But that's okay. It was a good time. I got mine here, sitting here for you, Tom. Nice. Yes, save that for me. It was a, the Kiss Kiss Tuxedo Batman or something. Is that what they yep. call it? Nice little minifigure. That's that's good. Yeah, Derek and I took our daughters actually today and uh, enjoyed the movie very much. Narrowly missed being stuck out in the snowstorm. 
because uh, for those of you not on the east coast of the United States and probably not aware, we are going through quite the winter right now. And within the last three days, we've gotten over two feet of snow. So we've been digging out. But Has it been that much? Yeah, oh yeah. It was the first storm Jeez. we had was 16 inches. At least. Yeah. And then this storm today was another, I think, seven or eight inches. So, yep, it's been a lot of snow. And I've got the sore back to prove it because I'm a dumbass and don't own a snowblower, even though I live in New England and have a long driveway. <laughs> eh, snowblowers are overrated. I don't have one either. Yeah, but you even said to me today, Tom, you should get a snowblower for this driveway. <laughs> when you were Dad, I don't even have a lawnmower. When you Derek's would fall house. down the hill. <laughs> yeah, I don't even have a lawnmower. I, I, I uh, low crawl across my grass with a pair of scissors. <laughs> Do a little combat training, combat maneuvering mm-hmm. in your in your yard. Yeah, I set up barbed wire and uh, <laughs> <laughs> and landmines out uh, when springtime comes rolling around. <laughs> Motivate yourself. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Got to get that nine pack. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so yeah, we will discuss Lego Batman. But first, Jay Money, is there any little news bites or tidbits you wanted to maybe bring to the table and inform all of the knotheads about? Yeah, did you hear Donald Trump canceled 1-2 Switch? What do you mean? What's that? The game for Switch, you know, 1-2 Switch. Oh, what? Yeah, it was on Twitter. Come on. No, it was just like a running joke that he uh, canceled it. Oh, you had me going for a second there. I'm like, It was wait. like a running Twitter joke, you know, where he picks up something and you can put something on it. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, it said that he had canceled it. So uh, another podcast tweeted us, what game are we going to buy now? Right, because we won't be able to virtually milk any cows. Now, the only other game I said, I guess, uh, Bomberman. It has eight players, so I'll have to buy three extra Joy-Cons at $80 a piece. Oof. This is what happens when you fuck a stranger in the ass! What? Those controllers are 80 bucks oh each. Oh, my God. Uh-huh. You are high. That's as much as Tom's new uh, headset he needs to buy. Yeah, yeah. Thank you to my youngest daughter. We almost had a podcast heart attack this morning, folks. I'm in the kitchen. And all of a sudden, I hear a loud bang, and I run into the living room. And there's was my mini mates. No, no, it was worse than that. My three year old is sitting on the couch looking like she just did something awful. And I look, and my laptop that I podcast on, and my headphones and everything that were sitting on the TV tray standing up are upside down, TV tray completely flipped over, and they landed on my wife's free weights. I got a bad feeling about this. So I lost my mind, and uh, I know accidents happen, and she's only three, but Gabby was almost an only child today because Olivia almost didn't make it out of that room. Deleted! Oh, my God. She was sitting on the couch and decided to take her foot and kick the TV tray that my laptop was sitting on, and the whole fucking thing flipped over upside down and, like I said, fell on the weights. So the good news is my laptop survived. Because my first worry was, oh my God, how am I going to podcast? <laughs> I don't need need to go out and buy a new laptop today. And I thought everything was kosher. And then I sat down to record with you guys uh, about 20 minutes ago. And I put my headphones on. And uh, yeah, my $100 Shure professional DJ headphones, they're, um, they're broken. So uh, they don't sit on my head right now. And uh, it's like barely hanging on one ear. So, I was going to say, what are you holding it onto your head? Yeah, pretty much at this point, just to get through this episode. And obviously, I'm going to have to go out this week and buy a new pair of headphones. So I'm pretty not happy right now. My daughter's lucky she's in bed sleeping. 
Ooh. Not that I'm going to beat her or anything because I'm not an abusive father, but I would like to show her the handiwork that she did, breaking daddy's headphones and watch as she laughs at me because that's probably what she would do. Uh, yeah, that's not good. No. And then, of course, my wife, being the understanding soul that she is, said, well, what were you doing leaving it there on the TV tray in the living room? What did you think was going to happen? I'm like, oh, my God, I married my mother. Hey, at least she makes good chili. True that. True that. So, yeah, so my lesson learned, and, and of course, I finished editing late last night and posted episode eight, and I was so tired, I just shut the laptop down and left it there on the TV tray and went to bed. And that is where I made the mistake. So obviously, next time, no matter how tired I am, no matter how late it is, I need to remember to pack up all my equipment and store it safely away from my three-year-old daughter, who is a menace. To society in the hood? Well, I don't know if she's a menace to society. She probably will be one day, but she's definitely a menace to my household. Drinking gin and juice? (laughs) Yeah, out of a sippy cup. (laughs) Oh, man. Don't knock it till you try it. Oh, boy. Did you like the episode title of episode eight, Jay Money? Yeah, I loved it. <laughs> I already listened to the whole show like four times today. Yeah, I'm very curious to. I'm. I do, and I don't want to know more about this finger story. No, you don't. Okay, I'll take your. No, word you for really it. don't. All right, I'll take your word for it. But did you did you like my clamor? I did. Yes, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> did you like the gift of Lady Gaga? Yeah, poor Lady Gaga, man. <laughs> wow yeah, I haven't I, listened to it yet I'll wait for my drive to work next week I have, like a, Phil. I have a feeling I'm going to uh, get a lot of heat about that but honestly I know Lady Gaga's in great shape I'm not body shaming her at all it just it wasn't a good look <laughs> it just looked odd the little flabbery flubby and believe me I'm no adorable Adrian Adonis I have no reason to say anything but I couldn't help it you know if I, if I was a multi-millionaire pop star on national TV I would have did something about that. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm going to say about it. I'm not saying any more about it. That's probably a good thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We'll leave it at that. Derek, got any news drops? Any news nope. bites? No, nothing. No, there. not me. All right. Want to get right into Justice League Dark then? Yeah, you guys can review Justice League Dark, and then we'll all talk about the Lego Batman movie, and then we will bring in Akita to answer the Valentine's Love questions. Sounds like a plan. So. Yeah. I'll let Derek talk about it first because he knows a lot more about what was going on than I, I did. Yeah, I didn't get a chance <laughs> to watch Justice League Dark, so that's all on you guys. I'll just sit back and listen. You guys can let us know all about it. I I thought it was really good. It was the first second. of all. Explain what it is to the knotheads out there. Basically, a animated feature that DC made based on the Justice League Dark comic book, which does not involve Batman, but of course they had to throw Batman in the movie <laughs> because no one else would probably know who any of these characters are if he wasn't in it. So we kind of just helped him out. Um, and it includes, uh, you know, Dead Man and Entrican, the Demon, Zantana, Constantine, which is played by the same voice, oh, the voice acted by Matt Ryan, who played Constantine in the TV show. Jason Blood is in it. Who else was in it, Jay Money? Swamp Thing? Uh, oh, yeah, Swamp Thing, duh. That was the part I was looking forward to the most. Yeah, and he wasn't even really in it that much. No, unfortunately. <laughs> kind of he's bu- on the cover and everything. Yeah, I don't know how that was like a selling point if he's only in it for like five minutes. But I was super glad when he came back at the end, though. Yeah, yeah, that was cool. He seemed a lot more powerful than uh, I ever remember. Yeah, when they like revamped him for New 52, they, they gave him new powers and stuff. I read a little bit of it. I, I really liked it. I just kind of fell off of it. 
Okay, yeah, I didn't know that, that they revamped them like that. Mm -hmm. I thought that it would have made more sense if, like, Wonder Woman went with them instead of Batman. What? Because she sees magic and stuff like that. She got a magic lasso and stuff like that, you know? Yeah, I guess. But I I understand why they had to throw Batman in there. Mm. So, yeah, like I said, I don't really know much about Constantine. So all that stuff was all kind of confusing for me. Eh, He's just DC's Doctor Strange, basically. Yeah, yeah, but I I, I liked it a lot. It was really cool. Um, I liked how it was R-rated. Like, the very first scene when the lady, like, throws the baby off the building, I was like, whoa. Delete! Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I'm like, whoa, what are we we in for here? (laughs) I really didn't think it was that bad to be rated R. It's like they just, I just feel like they made it rated R because of the cartoon. I I don't know. I don't know, but I definitely think that uh, we should make a regular feature out of watching these DC uh, animated movies. Oh, definitely. Because they come I, out with how, well, at least two or three a year, right? Oh, easily, yeah. And there's a there's a few I haven't even seen yet. It's just backlog of them. There's so many I, of them. The last one I watched, I think, was the Flash one. Flashpoint? Yeah, that was a really good one. Yeah. So I don't even think I saw that one. <laughs> I think I have it. I just haven't watched it. Yeah, I, I definitely have it, too. One uh, of my favorites was Justice League Doom. Did you see that one, Tom? No, I haven't actually watched any of them, to be honest with you. But they're all really good. Well, you would like the the Doom one. It's just like the Legion of Doom. They've got to be better than the fucking live action ones. That's for sure. Oh yeah, yeah, completely. I heard that's the, the weird thing is, there is that one they're called so Atlantis, good. It's Atlantis like, or something, or something to do with Aquaman. Is there one about Atlantis or something? To yeah, do with Throne Aquaman? of Atlantis. Yeah, I heard that one's good. Mm-hmm. That one was really good too. This one, Justice League Dark, did have a couple. Superman was in it for a little bit, and so was Wonder Woman. Yeah, the and beginning, couple, and then and then they met up with the rest of the Justice League for a little bit. At the very end, uh, Green Lantern was in it. I really like that version of Superman and uh, Wonder Woman. Oh yeah, yeah. That's kind of like they had the the designs they had. Tom was the New Fifty Two designs. Oh really? Uh, uh, yeah, wait, they're, what, they're still using take, that. I don't know why. Hold Maybe on, does just it because... take place in New Fifty Two continuity? Well, yeah, huh. but since it came out after DC Rebirth has been around for almost a year now, I just feel like I thought they would have used the newer designs for the main guys. Yeah, it seems a little weird. I guess they probably started animating it before they did the rebirth, so they didn't know probably. it was going to be that way. My only gripe about it was it was a little bit too anime-ish to, to yeah. me. Just the, the artwork. That's the only thing. And the Swamp Thing wasn't in it enough. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. I thought uh, he would be in the whole thing. Felix Foss was one of the uh, the main bad guys in the show, Tom, and he was on the old Justice League uh, cartoon, so that was really cool for a bad guy to show up. Nice. Why uh, Why wasn't Swamp Thing in it more? What was his deal? Well, he wasn't really part of the team. They had to like go and find him in the swamp, and mm-hmm. then he came back at the end to like kind of beat the bad guys up at the end. It was really awesome. Mm-hmm. I was surprised that the other Justice League guys weren't in it a little bit more at the end. I was waiting for them to all show up and help out with the big yeah. fight, but they re- they really didn't. But I loved at the end when Zarana went crazy. Zatanna? Oh, yeah. Zatanna, or whatever right? her name is. Oh, Zara- Zartan. Hold Zartan. on, Zartan's sister showed up and went crazy? <laughs> Zarana? She had a Zarana. Is this the DC G.I. Joe cinematic universe? I, I didn't realize this was happening. She comes Z- from the Zatanna. same place. Z- Zarana, Zartan. So did Xandar show up and be absolutely useless like he is in the G.I. Joe show? Derek, you're a G.I. Joe guy. What's the point of Xandar? Do you know? Which one was Xandar? Xandar was Zarana's twin brother, who was fucking like, useless. That guy rules. What are you talking about? He was fucking useless. He did nothing. No way. <laughs> what did he ever do? I don't know. Look, look really cool. Was he even in the cartoon or anything? Oh, yeah. 
It was? I don't remember. But it, well, you know why? Because he didn't do anything. That's, oh, okay. why, that's kind of my point. Like, he was, he was, I barely remember her. Oh, no. She was awesome. She had a lot of cool moments in the cartoons. She had like a pink mohawk, right? Yeah, she mm-hmm. did. And she had that cool gun with the buzzsaw at the end of it. Oh, that was the, her? The, the saw blade, yeah. That was her. All the Dreadnoughts had that same weapon. No, they didn't. <laughs> Except Blowtorch. They did not. <laughs> they all had guns with saws at the end of it. No, Freaking Buzzer did. No, Buzzer did. Come on, Buzzer had a chainsaw. Get it right. <laughs> so what's the difference between a chainsaw and a saw with a chain? No, you, no. you meant a, a you meant a, a gun with a, a saw in it, right? Oh yeah, a gun with a saw. Yeah, what did I say it was? I thought I said it was a gun. No, that's what you said. Yeah, yeah, it was a gun. So, gun with like a saw blade, like a table saw blade on the, uh, on the end of then it. Then the other guy had a chainsaw. Had with a chainsaw. A gun. No, not a gun. Uh, yeah, no, no, just buzz- <sighs> buzzer had a chainsaw. Buzzer had a chainsaw, and then Ripper had a um, a gun with a like a curvy knife at the end of it. Right, and, but, but Ripper's main thing was like that Jaws of Life thing that he. <laughs> yep. <laughs> All right, we're yep. getting on a GI Joe tangent. All right, any anyway, take it back, take it, take, take it back to Zorana uh, in Justice League Dark. Go ahead, Zatanna. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> she was hot. Yeah, she's basically the the female Doctor Strange uh, DC version. Yeah, I did feel that those little effects reminded me a lot of the Doctor Strange movie. Mm-hmm. You know how Doctor Strange when he moved his hands with the shields and all that, Tom. Right, and they he... did that, and they like kind of CGI'd it into the animation. Yep. So they had light magic. Yeah. 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 Well, I guess there's you not could, too many other ways you can really <laughs> show magic. I mean, how creative can you get with it? Right. So that was cool. I don't know. The count from Sesame Street never had to do any of that. That's a good point by you. <laughs> of course, I also didn't think the count from Sesame Street was a magician. I thought he was a vampire. <laughs> so. He had a wand. I think you're thinking of the great Larry or something. There was a Muppet who was like a magician and he had a hat and he used to pull shit out of his hat. That idiot. Yeah, you know who I'm talking about, Money? I hate the Muppets. <laughs> what? Come I think on, that might money. be on the list of deletions. Oh, money. my God, dude. Don't you put You're that in... on the list. You are insane. You put that on the list, I'm editing it out. You are insane, Jay Money. Are you out of your mind? I won't, right. How can you I won't, hate the Muppets? I won't even give you... I never you, liked the Muppets. I won't, even give you a cool, <sighs> I won't even give you a cool echo effect to your voice when you say the name if you say the Muppets. <sighs> you got to admit, you liked that, didn't you, Money? What part? When you did your list of deletion, I put the echo effect in. You're like the Power Rangers, like. Oh yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, thank you. I like the intro too. Yeah, I haven't even listened to it yet. I've, my daughter's been with me for like the last week in a row. Yeah, so you, don't want, you, you don't want to listen to it with your daughter in the car. <laughs> no, I don't want her to hear you talk uh, bad about female bodies. Stop it! <laughs> I'm gonna regret that. I know it. To all of our female listeners out there right now. I do not have a problem with Lady Gaga. I am not body shaming Lady Gaga. I have no problem with the female form at all. There. I've said it. All right. Moving I on. knew you'd get a lot of material out of that Matt Hardy interview. Yeah, that was good. I knew you'd like that. I Which did. one? The the Chris Jericho one? No, the one I sent to Tom. Oh, the the other one? Yeah, it was just like a dude interviewing him backstage. Yeah, yeah. I like the I like the way he talks. He talks like I know. <laughs> so, so weird. I knew you'd get like I said, I knew you'd get a ton of material just out of that interview. Yeah. I am magic. I got that sound bite too. I am magic. Nice. Mm-hmm. The newest thing is they teleport now. Who does? The Hardys. <laughs> no, they don't. 
Yeah, this week on Impact, they were in the ring and they teleported to Tijuana, Mexico. <laughs> I like Tom's, da- Tom's daughter also teleports too. That's right, she does. Wait, I like this. I like this one too. Ready? I will eat him and I will delete him after depleting him and rendering him obsolete. That's another one of my favorites. <laughs> That's what he wants to do to Vince McMahon. I know. I liked it. That's pretty good. Yeah, Matt Hardy's pretty good. You heard what Matt Hardy said about us. No. Hold on. Somewhere I have it. Here it is. They are currently not on my deletion list because they do have magic within them. Oh, thank goodness. I know, right? Uh, you can rest easy now. We are yeah. we are safe. We are magic. We have magic. Full of magic. We have magic within us, so that's a good thing. <laughs> but anyway, all right. So we'll we'll uh, wrap up the Justice League Dark review, having you guys give it a rating out of one out of five. J Money, what would you rate Justice League Dark? I'm going with a four. Okay, would have been a little higher if more Swamp Thing. Yeah, Swamp Thing would have bumped that up. Would you say it's worth buying, or should or someone rent it? It's definitely worth renting. Yeah. I wouldn't spend the like twenty bucks to buy the Blu-ray. No, okay. I rented it on Xbox Live. It was like five bucks for nice. like a day. How about you, Derek? What would you say about Justice League Dark rating one to five, and is it worth buying or is it a rental? I would say a four point five out of five. It would have been a five if the main superheroes were like more mainstream guys. I'm not like a huge, huge fan of the you know magical and mystical superheroes but i thought it was it was really really good i I would buy it when it's on sale at best buy 10 bucks on blu-ray not 20 bucks but 10 bucks something like that's maybe worth it and dr fate's uh helmet was in the background one of the scenes so if you didn't catch that it's definitely worth it too oh that's cool Mm -hmm. nice no i didn't catch that at all yeah all right well let's get on to the main event because we all saw lego batman the movie and uh, we can all give that a fair rating and let everyone know our opinion so we're gonna Mm -hmm. go full spoilers on it but before we do the spoilers let's go with a rating first on a one to five basis you don't have to tell us why but what do you rate this movie jay money four okay derek mitris cinco yeah buddy I will also give it, well, you know what? Five means it's a perfect movie. And let's face it, very few movies are a perfect movie. So I will give it a 4.5 out of five. It's pretty damn close to perfect. And that's what I'll say about it. So we all agree that it's a great movie and definitely worth going to see, correct? Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. Even if you don't have children? Oh, yeah. I thought there were a lot of good adult humor jokes in it. So it's definitely, there's something for everybody in this movie. All right, so we're going to go full spoilers, so uh, if you guys don't want it spoiled for you, then pause the podcast, go watch the movie, and then come back and finish listening after that. But right now, we're going to talk about it, and we're going to let our freak flags fly. So what were you expecting from the movie, and did it meet your expectations and or exceed them, and what was your favorite part of the movie, Mr. J Money? It was what I thought it was going to be. We got too sappy at the end. I didn't like that Robin was his son and all the daddy talk and all that. That was kind of stupid. Well, that's not what I asked you, though. I said, what was your favorite part? I was going to ask you what you didn't like about it, buddy. My favorite part was when they, was how he was like seven years old and he was every Batman ever. Right. And when they showed, you know, all the different Batmans that he was, that was my favorite part. Yeah, they just kind of ignored continuity. and Yeah, they showed him fighting Superman from last year. Right. 
And then they showed him from, you know, the Dark Knight and all the way back to the 60s Batman. That was wicked funny. Which, of course, would make no sense because they introduced him to Dick Grayson in this movie. And if he was in the 60s Batman, he was with Dick Grayson in that TV show. So you you have to kind of just take that all tongue in cheek because continuity wise, none of that makes sense. But it was it was a nice nod to all of his previous incarnations. Yeah, I can't wait to see that part again so I can, like, see everything because it just came, came at you so fast. Yeah, you know what it, I mean? it was quick quick flashes, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was definitely my favorite part of the movie. I love that. All right, how about you, Derek Mitris? What were, what were you expecting? Did it meet and or exceed your expectations, and what was your favorite part? Yeah, I think it exceeded my expectations. I thought it was it was wicked funny. Probably my favorite part was the Justice League anniversary party when <laughs> I saw the Super Friends on the screen and the Wonder Twins and Apache Chief and Samurai just fucking lost it. I'm like, this is fucking the coolest movie ever. Seriously. <laughs> fucking El Dorado Lego movie guy on, on screen. And, like. and then, of course, the line of that scene with Martian Manhunter. Martian Dance Hunter, am I right? They should call me Martian Dance Hunter. Yeah. <laughs> That's Probably one of my, my favorite lines was at the beginning of the movie when the Joker was talking about, you know, sneaking up on Batman and he's like, he'll never see me coming. And, and whoever he was talking to was like, oh yeah, like that time you you were in that parade with the Prince music. Oh yeah. yeah you didn't see- <laughs> referring to the Tim Burton Batman movie. <laughs> mm-hmm. Classic. Yeah, there were some nice nods to past Batman incarnations throughout the movie, including Billy D. Williams' version of Harvey Dent Two-Face. And mm-hmm. uh, as a Lego character, he was uh, the Billy D. Williams Harvey Dent from the Tim Burton Batman movie, Yep, uh, which was awesome. And then, of yep. course, you had Egghead and King Tut and a bunch of the old 60s Batman Condiment villains. Con- well, I don't know if he was ever in the 60s TV show, but yeah, they had a bunch of funny <laughs> eraser and all those, yeah. all those orca, all those wacky. It was nice to actually see those characters in the movie, though, since they made all the, you know, they're all included in that Batman Lego minifigure set that we've all been feverishly collecting. So it's nice Cra- that they... Crazy quilt. <laughs> they actually made it on the screen. Calculator and... Yeah. Yeah. Oh, hey, I, uh, I figured out who the Kabuki twins were. Oh, really? Who to, are they? I had to look them up. They're... they're Minions of the Penguin from the Batman cartoon from like 10 years ago. Oh, no kidding. Yeah, I, I didn't know that. I was like, who the fuck are these guys? Oh, that's awesome. Yep. Oh, and that wasn't that wasn't a crypto. That was Dino Mutt at the party. Dino Mutt? Yeah. It's <laughs> fucking awesome. That is pretty awesome. Yep. Every time a guy that I have the figure for was on the screen, I go, I got that guy. I got that guy. I got that <laughs> oh, yeah, guy. Yeah, we, we were doing that too. Yeah. I'm like, I need that guy. <laughs> right. Yeah, I didn't see Red Hood. Red Hood wasn't in the He movie. was there. Oh, yeah. oh, he was. Oh, I saw him because I remember going, there's Red Hood. There's Red Hood. Uh, really? I didn't yep. see him. I missed him. He was in one of the big scenes with like a ton of guys. Hmm. Oh, yeah. He was definitely in it, though. Cool. Yeah, you even got Barbara Gordon, the the pink-suited Batgirl, yep. one, for a quick second when he was giving her the different costumes to try on. So that Barbara Gordon with the tutu, <laughs> that was pretty awesome. I read online, too, that that incarnation of Barbara Gordon is supposed to be African-American, but the costume at the end is based on the Yvonne Craig costume from, you know, the 1960s Batman. Huh. But she didn't look like an African-American Lego. Oh, I thought she was supposed to be Spanish, actually, because the Lego figure is a darker complexion than the regular Legos. Yeah, yeah, I I noticed that, but that's what supposedly she's supposed to be based on. I don't know why, but... Either way, she was cool. She was one oh, of my yeah. favorite, one of my favorite characters in the movie. That and uh, her dad, Commissioner, the original Commissioner Gordon, Jim Gordon, when he kept going, "Honey, I'm really good at fighting crime. I just flipped the switch," meaning the bat signal. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> like his the whole career, switch. the bat switch, that's it. He just flipped the switch, and that was how he got through his career as commissioner. He would just rely on Batman. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking awesome. Yeah. Like my, my name is Richard Gracie, like, but my friends call me Dick. It's oh, like, kids, kids can, can be, be so, mean. Kids can be so cruel. <laughs> There were some great lines, but I would say it exceeded my expectations. I didn't actually expect it to have that much heart, and it it totally did. Like, it definitely, there was a moral to the story, which I wasn't expecting. I just thought it was going to be kind of mindless goofiness with the Batman character. Mm -hmm. So that was good, and, you know, it was good for the kids. Definitely, as a kid's movie, that was good to see that it had an actual moral to the story. But my favorite part was when he goes to the Batcave for the first time, and Siri is the Bat computer, first of all. And she mm-hmm. says, What's the password? And the password to get into the Batcave is Iron Man sucks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think that may be my favorite part of the whole movie, just because they actually acknowledge the Marvel Universe. It's pretty fucking hilarious. That was, uh, Tom, that wasn't, it wasn't Blight. It was Dr. Phosphorus. That's who that guy was. Oh, that glow in the dark skeleton looking guy? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Oh, that was an actual character? Yeah, we oh, were yeah. trying to figure... Yep. We, we were looking at the movie poster, and we saw him, and we were trying to figure out who he could be. And, yeah, that makes sense. I love that Egghead showed up and all those mm-hmm. old villains. That's really funny. There's, I was I, expecting I, more, like, Lego guys, like some Star Wars guys or something. Yeah, it was... That's the one thing I was a little disappointed on, was Emmett, or one of the guy, one of the characters from the actual original Lego movie didn't show up with a cameo. I was expecting... No, that. no, no, didn't no. We, didn't we talk about this on one episode that we it was confirmed Emmett was in it? Well, you saw that the Batman toy that Toys R Us was giving away for that free build was Emmett's okay. bat. It was Emmett's bat car. It said, "Okay, which yeah," would lead you so to I believe assumed... that Emmett was going to be involved somehow. Yeah, like I waited till all the credits were over. I thought maybe he'd be in an after credits scene, but he wasn't. I was, you know, I, like I said, I just expected a little bit more cameos. Yeah, well, there was all the guys from all the bad guys from the Phantom Zone. Yeah, that was cool. Voldemort from Harry Potter yep. and Sauron from Lord of the Rings, and they even had the Gremlins, the old from the old eighties movie. Yep. Gremlins. I almost wanted to just give this movie a four point seven five out of five, just because it had Doctor Who characters in it, and they referred but... to them as British robots. <laughs> yeah, like oh, fuck Doctor Who. It didn't even call uh. them. It didn't even call them Daleks. It said and British robots, <laughs> and they're like, what I don't they know really what the fuck they are, but they're stupid. They're called Daleks. They're they're Doctor Who villains, but they. <laughs> I knew who they were, but I didn't know what they were called. I just thought they were Doctor Who robots. Yeah, but they're called Daleks, and he and Joker introduces them as British robots. He didn't know what they were called. That was fucking genius. Good. We can't get away from Doctor Who. Well, Lego wants to sell it. They're going to put it in their movie. Sorry. Yep. And I'm sure we have listeners out there who are Doctor Who fans. So go easy money. Oh, we do. Know. We have a lot actually. I don't know yeah. why. Don't be putting Doctor Who on the list of deletion. Okay. I thought we already did. No, no. it was Power no. Rangers. Do you pay Pokemon attention? Pokemon and the Atlantis Falcons. And the Atlantic Falcons went on the list of deletion. How, how are you going to put Power Rangers on the list of deletion if the movie's coming out and you guys are going to want to review it? I don't want to see it. So. I'm not going to see it. You're not? All right. I'm not going to see that crap. Well, I'm going to see it. You are? <laughs> yeah, I'll see it. <laughs> right. I'm, I'm not going to see it. I was gonna re- I. We're not going to review it for the show? No. no. I don't want to review shitty movies. Hashtag knotheads need to know. Maybe they want to no. know about that. Knotheads need to know about good shit. Yeah, but there might be some knotheads out there that's in their wheelhouse. You know, they grew up on Power Rangers. They might be well, into Tell them that. to go read 80s G.I. Joe comic books instead. Yeah, seriously. For something good. So much better. I agree. Anyway, all right. We'll cross that bridge when when we come to it. So That movie won't even be in the theater by the time our episode will come out. 
<laughs> it's going to be a theater for one week. You think so? I hope so. It's going to do yeah. that poorly? It's going to do awful. Hmm. Gonna, I, I think it's going to do worse than Battleship. Oh, yeah, that, me too. I don't think anything can do that badly. <laughs> no, I think it is too. Because who who's that movie for? It's not for us. It's not for little kids. It's I don't even know. Yeah. Screw that movie. All right. Well, any final words about Lego Batman movie that you'd like to share with the knotheads out there? Uh, besides, obviously, go see it. Yeah, I'm not going to go see the Lego Ninjago movie. What the hell's Ninjago? Ninjago. Oh, whatever. <laughs> what is that? Ninjago. Didn't you see the trailer for it? No, I missed that. It's no. like the next Lego movie. I knew they were making that, but yeah, no, it's the like next... they're, it's like its own little ninja thing that the Lego made up. It's a whole yeah, series. It's, it's, it's just a continuation of the Ninjago TV show. No, the only, the next Lego movie I go see will be Lego Movie Two. So whenever that drops, I don't think they've even announced it. Yeah, but it's coming. Good. Rob Schrab's directing it. The guy who did Scud the Disposable Assassin and Monster House. He's the man. So that probably won't be for like two or three years, though. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, because I mean, the last one was three years ago. Right. Well, they, but Batman, the Batman Lego movie is technically a spinoff of that. So technically, this was a Lego movie. Yeah. So it'll probably be yeah, like you said, another two or three years before we get Lego Movie Two. That's why it would have been nice to have a cameo from some of those characters in this movie. Yeah, and I'm disappointed there's not a standalone video game. It's just an add-on for Lego Dimensions. Mm. That's kind of disappointing, Derek. Yeah, I don't know why they would make three Lego. Well, that's that's probably why, because they already made three Lego Batman games. That's true. So maybe the, all they felt they needed was the Dimensions add-on. I, I pre-ordered it, so I'll be picking it up probably tomorrow. Yeah, but it doesn't even come with an exclusive minifigure, does it? Just Robin and Batgirl. Right. And I, I want to play the game. They're probably, yeah, but I'm saying the minifigures probably aren't anything new. Not the two that, that comes with them, no. But Target has an exclusive Excalibur Batman minifigure dimension set. Ooh. Yep, Batman Excalibur outfit with a big sword and a, a giant steed. Oh, I got to get that. Yep. And they also have the exclusive Penguin Arctic Roller Racer or whatever, the car. Yeah, did you know that, Jay Money? No. That's a Target exclusive. It is? Yeah, I found that out uh, online today. Ooh, I'm gonna have to look for that. Yeah, yeah. it's it's a thirty dollars set, so it's pr- basically the size of the uh, Riddler set yep. for Dimensions. Or no, 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 no. no. Oh, uh, the regular right. Batman toys. Okay, uh, okay, Lego Batman toys. All right. So keep did you get the Riddler out. set, Jay? No, I thought. You, did you get it, Tom? I got it. Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought one awesome. of you guys did. Yeah. yeah it comes no, from... I'm I'm only buying the minifigures. I'm getting all well, the cars because I want to build all the cars and have them on a shelf with the Batmobile and have all the villains in their cars. And I think that'll look cool. Mm-hmm. And I got to get Clayface. Oh, that Clayface, that's going to be awesome. I want to get that so bad. Yeah. Even though it comes with a Mariah Carey minifigure. Yep. What's wrong with that? Mariah Carey was the mayor. (laughs) It comes with a mayor minifigure. Yep. Fuck Mariah Carey. What? Are you kidding me? You don't like Mariah Carey? No. Why? No. You don't watch Mariah's World? No, I do not. I want to watch it. I watch it. Is it good? I'm team Nick Cannon. Oh, yeah. It's a riot. Who? Nick Cannon, her ex-husband. Ex-husband. Oh. He's a loser. No. He was in Drumline, a new beat, and the original Like I said, he's a loser. Stop. (laughs) Bite your tongue. All right. Well, I think that's about it. That's all we have to say about the Lego Batman movie. Everyone should go check it out. It's excellent. It's not just for kids. There's a lot of cool adult humor and a lot of cool DC nods in there. A lot of little Easter eggs. So Can't wait for the Blu-ray. That's a day one buy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I already have a pre-ordered. Oh, you do? Yeah, on Amazon. 
You didn't nice. waste any time. Jesus. I wonder if it'll come with a Batman exclusive minifigure when it comes out. Ooh. I'll probably cancel it on Amazon and get it like Target if they have something special. Yeah. Or Best uh, Buy. Probably be, yeah, probably be Best Buy. I'll have a yeah. figure. That'll be awesome. I bet you it'll have movie cash to see the uh, other stupid movie, too. The Ninjago. Ninjago. Ninjago, whatever. Ninjago. Ninjago, the Ninjago Lego movie. That's what I call it, Ninjago. (laughs) Ninja Blow. Add Ninjago to your list of deletions. (laughs) Actually, that's already on there. Nice. Is the list of deletion like the Phantom Zone and Batman Lego movie? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Like I said last week, when I put something on there, I don't even want to talk about it anymore. Which is ironic because you Power Rangers movie. You definitely mentioned the Power Rangers after you added them to the list. I know that's the problem. (laughs) All right. Well, what do you guys say we bring in our friend Akita Oaki to answer some love questions? Sure. All right. Let me. Oh yeah. I'm going to add her into the call here. I realized that uh, Logan comes out the same day as the Nintendo Switch. Oh really? Mm Mm-hmm. March third. Wow. That's soon. Jeez. Uh huh. It's like two and a half weeks away. I know. Fast and Furious. I still got to go see John Wick 2. Oh, yeah. I got to see that, too. That wasn't happening this weekend, though. I had to no. make a decision. <laughs> I had to see Batman. Yeah, when are we going to be able to go see that movie? With my kid. While we're waiting for Akita to join us, why don't we shout out the Nerd Podcast Mafia? Show some love. Let's shout out our friends in the Nerd Podcast Mafia. Of course, there is the one and only So Wizard Podcast. Nerd Podcast Mafia. What's up, Joey, Mark, and Aubrey? And we have the Dork of All Trades. Fans on Patrol, Montego Bradley, my man. We have, of course, Cult 45 featuring my friend Beat em Down. News, motherfucker. The Geek Yogurt Podcast. Superheroes speak. Open all powers, our British friends from across the pond. I should say our other British friends besides Aussie and the Palm. <laughs> Although... Aussie, oh, you know what? I'm glad I mentioned Aussie in the Palm. They finally answered what a Palm is, Jay Money. They did? Yeah. No, they they tried answering what it was, but it seemed like even they didn't really know. Yeah, but no, they. I think they did know. They they. Yeah. I, I like their answer. So, I, Palm. It really doesn't seem like it's a nice thing. No, it's definitely derogatory. So yeah. I don't know why he'd refer to himself this way, but a Palm, P-O-M, is prisoner of Mother England. Is, yeah. Is the way, that, or, the, or Her Majesty, you know, is basically the way they explained it, so... Has nothing to do with a pomegranate, which I'm nope. ha- I'm happy to know because that seemed a little odd. Yeah, but uh, yeah, that's what palm means, ladies and gentlemen. They finally heard our question and answered it. So they, they were, were even talking about maybe changing the name. Oh, really? Yeah, because they were like, well, "This really isn't a very nice word." <laughs> <laughs> they just realized this. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> All because of us. Yeah, my goal is to get the Palm to go to New York Comic Con this year. Oh, that'd be awesome! I'd love to tear it up with that guy in New York. Yeah, he can he can come have some cur- have a curry with us in New York. I'm yeah, sure have some curry. There's some good curry places in New York. He can check out. He likes his curry, so yeah. And he could stop at a he he could uh, stay over at the Pod Hotel. He, he could start stay at a Pod <laughs> Hotel. Hotel for podcasts. <laughs> Hotel for Palmcast. We can introduce him to the Pope. <laughs> I understand the Pope's going to be in New York this year. And, uh, probably there might be a snag- the young Pope. Yeah, and there might be a snaggle to a snaggle to. Yeah, you should a, go to Snagglepuss. There might be a Snagglepuss sighting somewhere in New York as well. <laughs> you never know. You never know what could happen at New York Comic Con with us. Yeah, they have some pretty funny stories though. Those guys. 
So, yeah, getting back to the Nerd Podcast Mafia, I, I think I might have missed somebody. Who else? Colt 45? I said Colt 45. You did? Okay. Dork of all trades? Oh, Nerdtastic 4. Shout out to Desmond and our buddies at Nerdtastic 4. And I think that's it because I think Convo Comics cast is pretty much done because Tiff is, Tiff is now part of Fans on Patrol. She's like a full-time co-host on there. So I don't think she's doing Convo Comic cast. And Back Issue Pod has been MIA for months. No one knows what's happened to them. They kind of dropped off the face of the earth. So. Really? Oh, wow. Yeah, so we lost a couple members. One of them we didn't really lose. She just integrated into another podcast, and then Back Issue Pod, unfortunately, is MIA. We don't know what the hell happened to them. So, But Akita's on. Hi, Akita. Hey, did I miss y'all call? <laughs> you did, but that's okay. You're here now. How's it going, girl? Pretty good. Uh, my friend decided to message me on Facebook and tell me that somebody was dying of cancer oh, when no. you were calling. Well, that's awful. That's awful. <laughs> That's awful news. Is that someone you know? No, I don't know him, but no. I volunteer in a hospital, so I see a bunch of people dying of cancer. I work at Hope Lodge for American Cancer Society, so I see a bunch of people with cancer, surviving cancer, dying from cancer. So, I don't know. It's pretty normal uh, for a hospital setting. That's uh, too bad. Sorry to hear that. Yeah. But that's good work that you do. I'm great. <laughs> other, than, other than that, you're great. That's good. So Yeah. Well, I'll bring you up to speed real quick. The boys and I just talked about the Lego Batman movie. We all went and saw it this weekend, so we were just giving a quick review of that. But we wanted to talk to you because it is Valentine's Day week, and the Knotheads out there had some love advice questions that they wanted to ask you. Okay. I'll go first because I have one from a female. This is actually a female cosplayer that I know. Okay. She messaged me, and she said, Akita. You cosplay. How do you deal with your boyfriend's jealousy? And see, I think your boyfriend's cool. I don't think he gets jealous if I know him. But uh, you can still give her some advice because she's dealing with a jealous boyfriend. Apparently, when she cosplays, she often cosplays as a character named Silk, which is a uh, a Spider-Man character. It's kind of like a female Spider-Man. Yeah. Uh, I don't is know that the one with like the white on and the purple? I think. Something no, like that's it? that's Gwen, that's Spider Gwen. Okay, uh, but but I'm silk's like silk's else. like white, black. And yeah, red. silk wears like black and red, and and she's got a little bit of white webbing on her costume. But she is a red mask that goes over just her mouth yeah, area. Yeah, she's a uh, brunette. She's a newer character in the Spider Universe. But anyway, so she cosplays as this silk character, and it's a skin tight bodysuit. And I guess when she goes to cons, obviously. She gets a lot of attention, and I guess her boyfriend has a problem with that. So her love advice, I guess it's actually being, it's quite detrimental to their relationship to the point where he's basically giving her ultimatums to stop cosplaying, and she loves doing it. So her question to you is, as a cosplayer, how, mm-hmm. how would you address this and deal with this? What advice would you give to her, and have you encountered this in your own situation? No, my boyfriend's usually my handler. And he's a pretty big, intimidating guy. So, you know, people just don't really come to me like really strange like that. But if you're dressed up as a character that people like, they're going to be interested and they want to take your picture. That's the whole point of like putting on a costume. But I guess my thing would be is you have to realize you get to go home with whatever sexy character because it's your girlfriend. So you shouldn't be too jealous. The other guys could be drooling over you all they want to, but they don't get to go home with 
Wonder Woman, Spider Girl, or or a video game character, or Batgirl, or whatever you dress up as, depending on whether you do, you know, Eastern or Western, or you do game characters, whatever you're dressed up as, at the end of the day, they get to go home with you. They're going to be, you're going to be their Mary Jane, or whatever they're into, you know, so I guess that's part of the thing. Maybe she needs to pose it that way, that it doesn't matter of other people. So, I mean, if he's jealous of her cosplay, what if she wears a pair of jeans and a T-shirt and a guy stares at her? Right. Like, that's just the reality of being a woman. If you're pretty, then people are going to look at you. Because if she was butt ugly and nobody looked at her, then he would probably have low self-esteem because, no offense, you know, your girlfriend isn't worth people actually trying to break their neck to look at her. <laughs> And I don't know that as a male, that wouldn't be a compliment to me. I actually would be like, everybody like my girlfriend, high heels and her shoes and her outfit. I would be like, yay for me. I'd be giving myself high fives. Like when guys see their, when a guy introduces his new girlfriend or his, or his fiance or his significant other to his friends that have never met her. And they do that like whole high five thing and make eye contact and say, yeah, this is a good one. She's beautiful. I like her. Like, I don't know. Is really strange. I mean, to me, it seems that if he's going to be that jealous, I don't know how it could be men, because I feel like that will just translate outside of cosplay into whatever she wears. I mean, I guess I would I would just see how he is about her regular clothes and just sit down and try to have an open conversation about it and maybe even try to pose it in a manner. Like, what if I got jealous every time you wore that black scully because girls think that black scully is so sexy and they want to be in your face? Because that happens oftentimes, too, and guys don't even notice it. Like, I just told my friend about the different types of hugs that women do. There's, like, a flirtatious way to hug. Like, you know, when a woman is just your friend, she'll hug you and try to move her breasts away from your body. Right. She'll hug, like, over your neck if she's shorter but then there's another hug where they get in real close and kind of press their breasts against your chest and press up and that's like a flirty hug and i've seen women do that to other people boyfriends mm. which that's like that's like a no-no most men don't know about it they just think it's a person giving a really nice warm hug but it's actually a form of flirtation that most men would never pay attention to and see if you notice watch how people interact males and females Watch how women hug men and see what type of hugs they do. And you can tell the flirtatious hug from the friendly, I don't really want to make full body contact, but I want to show you that I love you, you're my buddy, we're cool, all of that stuff. But then there's there's different hugs. So I don't know, I guess she need to pose it. What if she got angry and jealous every time any girl looked at him because he wore a particular shirt that showed the top of his chest or he wore a pair of jeans that made his butt look nice or whatever it is. Like, I mean, it would be no different if it was reversed. Does she have a right to be jealous? Would he be happy about it? Would she? Would he be happy if she just was like, if you go out to the house wearing that, I'm going to slap you around when you come back right. and tell you not to do it? Because to me, being a person that came from a household where I experienced domestic violence, I don't like any time a guy seems that he's coming off controlling or too jealous because eventually it turns into something a little bit darker. Yeah. And it could actually turn into physical if they can't like talk it out and communicate and have open communication and both work on it. I mean, maybe I don't know. Maybe she can t like tone down and make some costumes that are less sexy or something. Pick other characters that wear, you know, flowy skirts. 
and kind of like <laughs> minimize. I mean, both people will Are have you saying she should cause issues. You're saying but I'm she... not saying she shouldn't do that. I'm just saying see if that would change. If he gets jealous when she cosplays, period, it has nothing to do about the skin tight outfit. It's just her being dressed up or something like that. Some people are very selfish and they don't like sharing their significant others. And being a cosplayer, you're going to be in a spotlight no matter what you wear. I show up with a pair of jeans on and a t-shirt and people still run up to me and say Akita. And I have no costume on. So that just kind of comes with the territory. And if he can't get over his jealousy, unfortunately to me, it sounds like a toxic relationship. And it's going to end up ending in one or two ways. They be friends, try to work it out, try to stay together. But if not, there's only one other answer. If I'm being completely honest about it, and that would be if it's going to be toxic to break up, because I don't like anybody being in a toxic relationship, especially where you can't be yourself and do something you enjoy doing. Right. Like I would also pose it to him <laughs> as, do you have a hobby or something that you love to do? What if I told you you can't do it because I'm jealous? Right. But right. you love it and it makes you feel good and it's your it allows you to, you know, be creative. If he he has any hobbies that he really loves, she used to say, well, if I'm going to give up cosplaying since you're giving me an ultimatum, then if you play the guitar, you have to give up playing the guitar, even if you love music. Because that's that's pretty much how ridiculous it sounds to tell a person that's creative that wants to do something they like to show their interest in something that they shouldn't do it. That's almost like telling you, hey, don't collect toys, even though you like doing it. Right. Don't do this. Because it makes me jealous when you go to that store and buy Batman action figures. Like, I mean, it's that's just as simple as that. So, well, people if, have if told you, me that before. Yep. Yeah. No, no longer in my lives. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, what I'm getting from you here, Akita, is that a she should start cosplaying as the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man from Ghostbusters, and if, where if and, he responds the same way and still gets jealous yeah. as a test. I think he, um. if he's jealous, he may just be getting jealous because she's getting any kind of attention. Not, never mind the sexy outfit. It just might be he can't deal with the fact that other people are paying her attention. That's my guess if I had to. But the reality is, is if you're good looking, people are going to look at you. Even if you're married, even if you're somebody's husband, if you go out to mow the line and you're the sexiest husband in the little residential area, it's going to be women over there watering their grass looking at you. Right while your that. wife probably in the house making tea or something. That's why I me and Jay Money like to bring uh, Tom to Comic-Con with us so everyone leaves us alone. Don't <laughs> stop. She's like our old uncle. <laughs> I really hope Tom brings his cardboard box this year. <laughs> <laughs> My cardboard box? <laughs> That uh, that is the best ever. I don't even understand that reference. What does that mean? <laughs> what do you mean you understand that Tom, reference, Tom? That's like the most classic of classic things. The cardboard mm-hmm. box. One of the last comic cons we went to with you, you didn't bring a duffel bag or a suitcase or anything, or a backpack, brought, or a backpack. You brought a cardboard <laughs> box full of unhappy grandma comics T-shirts. and like oh, one yeah. pair of jeans. Oh, you're right. <laughs> That's what everyone I else. Everyone else gave the guy at the hotel a bag to put in the closet, and you gave the guy a fucking cardboard box. <laughs> well, I was I was a hobo at the time, you know. Don't judge. Yeah, I, I pack lightly, and and I don't usually pack actually because I don't own luggage. So there you go. 
I usually I live out of, out of stop and shop grocery bags and cardboard boxes. Don't judge. Well, I have too many tote bags from all my years at work in Victoria's Secret, and I do actually have pink luggage. Well, if you but want, send it. Can you send some? Of those yeah. Tom? send yes, some please. over. Send some on over. I'll take it. it it's going to have rhinestones and hearts. And oh, that doesn't matter. Pink or something. That's, that's fine. still better than a dirty cardboard yeah, box. Yeah, that still looks. That's a better look than what I've been doing. Well, sure says pink everywhere too. To my defense, I could not get away with the cardboard box because my actual shoes for my cosplay eat up a lot of space because you know the thigh high boots to be any comic book character. Those actually eat up like half of the space in a small luggage for me. So I kind of have to have several duffel bags to like put my wigs and makeup and all of that stuff. But that's a whole nother little complicated part of cosplaying it. Sometimes I enjoy doing it and sometimes I wish I could just like do like some weird futuristic thing where I press a button and my outfit change. Some weird futuristic Star Tracker technology. Instead of it beaming you to another place, it just beams your costume onto you perfectly. Oh, that'd be nice. Or, or, or teleport like Matt Hardy. Yeah. yeah. The, the Hardy boys figured out how to teleport. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they just upgraded awesome. Vanguard 1. Well, that's, that's what good. we should do, J-Money. We should have like a Vanguard 1 prop on our shoulders when we go to Comic-Con. <laughs> yeah, go. I really want to get one. So that's good advice, Akita. I'm not going to say the girl's name because, you know, I don't want her boyfriend flipping out on her if he happens to listen to the show and, and hear this. But uh, Her name is Rich. Yeah, right. Rich, the co- <laughs> he, he cosplays as Silk. No. But anyway. I don't know. I think they just need to sit down and have, like, a conversation, like an adult conversation and just pose it that way. Like, how would you feel if I had a hobby I enjoyed doing? Or you enjoy doing, and I told you you can't do it because right. it makes me jealous when you play the guitar. It makes me jealous when you play the drums, and all the people are like getting all excited about your drum plan or anything that a person does that can attract attention to them. Right. Like even if they do it outside of a setting, because to me it sounds pretty ridiculous and immature. But I don't know the age of these people, and I know people are different in how they respond. Some people just don't like sharing. Well, I can tell you that they're young. I'll say that. I can tell you that much. And that's part of the problem. The guy is obviously too young to handle a relationship. You Trying to make her choose between him and cosplay is just, that's immature bullshit. That is wrong. So That would be like making, me, making a person that's a gamer choose between gaming or a person. Yeah. Like any type of geeky, nerdy thing that you do. Having somebody say, hey, it's me or the comic book. I'd be oh, like, I guess man. you're packing tomorrow. That's right. <laughs> I'm about to catalog my comic books while you catalog your ass out of my house. I would, I'd have to tell my <laughs> wife, honey, could you help me move these long boxes of comics up out of the basement? Because I need to get them into my car. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, that's not that's not cool. If All a right. person care about you, they never try to... They will never, ever try to block or get in the way of what you're doing. No. And And they will allow you to be creative and express yourself. Especially and I think that's really good advice for her. A person will never do that if they truly care about you and they want to be with you. Even if it makes them jealous, they will find a way to curb that jealousy somehow. That's right. They'll deal. They'll learn to cope. That's good advice. All right, Jay Money, did you have a question from one of our other knotheads? All right. This one comes from Dan from Hunts, Oregon, USA, Earth. Akita, if you were dating somebody new and you went into their home or apartment for the first time, how many pop figures would be too many pop figures? (laughs) 
<laughs> you talk, uh, you're talking about I those guess? Funko Pops, those little Funko Pop box figures. Yeah, the Funko, Funko Pops. Pop. Okay. Yes. Um, How many would be too many, and is there too many? Is there such a thing? Yeah. Yes. Is there such a thing as too many? I guess too many would be like if I open a door and they're like falling on my head. <laughs> if you've created shelving all the way around your house to contain your Funko Pops, or I try to go in the basement. If I went in the basement or something and tripped over, if I start tripping on over them and they're falling on my head, that's probably too many. Like what if, if you, you can't physically walk around a person's house. What if you tried to go to the bathroom and you had to walk over Pops to go to the bathroom? See, that's too many. That's excessive. That's a little bit excessive, but I don't know. I wouldn't say get rid of them. I would tell them maybe they need to move into a bigger space. What if there was no bigger space, though? I I don't know. Like, I don't want to tell a person to get rid of their hobby, but I think at some point you probably should get get checked to see if you have a compulsive disorder. (laughs) Or maybe you're, you got a hoarding disorder or something. Or something. I mean, what if there's cardboard boxes everywhere? Shut up. No, I I'm, mean, I'm talking only, about one of our other I friends. Guess, <laughs> I guess the only other thing that I would really be worried about is if the Funko Pop have bed bug buddies hanging out in them. Like if they ever got bed bugs. What like, if there I was, was like, like ah? <laughs> the part two of this question was, what if there is like a hundred of the same pop? What? Does that get you worried at all? Yeah, that means that the person is very obsessive. And if we're new and we're trying to get in a relationship, if they're obsessive about a Funko Pop, what if they're obsessive over me and then they start like stalking me or something? And they like, tell I you that you can't cosplay like... anymore. <laughs> no, that's not true because he could just be troop building. It could be, you know, 100, you know, Cobra officers. Stormtroopers. Yeah. But what if it's like yeah. 100? A hundred of the same Harley Quinns. Oh, well, that would be a little weird. Would be what weird. if it was a hundred Watus? Shut up. <laughs> Do they I make? Be right back. I gotta they... go to my bathroom right now. All right, you go. Did Watch they... out for the pops. Yeah, don't trip over the pops. Do they actually make a Watto Funko Pop? No, they don't. Cause... Not yet. Sure. I'm sure they will. Because I need to own that if they do, and I'm not going to pay yeah, eight hundred dollars. I'm not ordering it on eBay either. Mm-hmm. Can't take any chances. At Tom's Watto statue this week said, "I wish this guy actually shipped me so I could be the centerpiece in Tom's house." <laughs> Did you hear about that story, Akita? Mm-mm. They made a Jar Jar Binks pop, but not a Watto one. No. Yeah. So years what ago, kind of, what kind of Earth is this we're on? Uh, it's Earth three. So yeah, trying to teleport <laughs> to a new one. Uh, years ago, and it was many years ago. I was still a single man, and actually, after you hear this story, you'll know why I was single. I had bought on eBay a life-size Watto from Star Wars Episode One: A Phantom Menace, you know, the little blue-winged guy. Yeah. Anyway, I had bought a Watto life-size, it wasn't really a statue, it was like a foam prop or something. Replica. Replica, thank you. So I bid on this thing feverishly. I was determined to win it because I wanted to have this piece of movie memorabilia in my apartment. I was a big Star Wars fan at the time, and I still am, but at the time I was a fan of that movie for some reason. Hindsight is twenty twenty. Anyway, I bid and bid and bid. Well, I ended up winning it, and the shameful part is I got a little crazy with the bidding, and I won it for $800. What? Yeah, I bid $800 on the fucking thing. Almost a grand. And I won it. So I sent the guy the money, 
Uh-huh. And he sent me back a message saying, well, you owe me another $240 or some ridiculous amount for shipping to ship it up to you. To which I said, fuck you. I just gave you 800 bucks. You can find a way to ship that thing to me. I'm not paying you any more money to ship. I'm not paying you. It's certainly not another 240 bucks when I just paid you 800 Needless to say, he didn't ship it. But this was when eBay was pretty new. It wasn't the way it is now. Where you, oh, you weren't protected. No. So I did my best to try to get eBay involved to get my money back. But because eBay was kind of like a fledgling thing and it didn't have the buyer protection that it has now, there wasn't a whole hell of a lot they could do. And of course... I was not a fan of using protection. Anyways... <laughs> <laughs> I ended up eating the 800 bucks, and I never got the Watto. So that's the story. And so now there is this guy, and we don't know who he is. We think it's our friend Mike, but he won't admit to it. But there's a guy who started a Twitter account, and it's called Tom's Watto <laughs> Statue. And he's tweeting as if he is this Watto replica that I got ripped off on. And he, he <laughs> likes to make snarky comments and jokes about how he's still down in Florida and he's happy that he's not rotting in my attic. And yeah, so that's what this is all about. <laughs> 800 bucks was a pretty good value, Tom. I would have. I mean, I would have yeah. thought so. Yeah, it's worth a lot more than that now. But even yeah. still, the fact that I was willing to pay 800 bucks for it tells you my mental acuity at the time. Uh, was that before you saw episode one? I no, I think that was right after episode okay. one came out. So I was still working at the movie theaters at that point. So that was after we came back from Star Wars Celebration. It was definitely in Colorado. Yeah, it was after Star Wars Celebration. Yep. Oh wow. I have never been to Star Wars Celebration, but I hear people talking about it. My friend is like making um It's really cool. It's worth she's going She's making to a Princess Amidala like dress, that pretty one that she wears that's like pink and like yellow and all flowy and she had like the two little sexy buns in her hair or something. She's making that, I guess. Oh. So, mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah, you'd have a blast. You're you're a Star Wars fan. You'd have a blast there. It was a good time. But yeah, so you think if he has too many Funko Pops that this Dan person should probably make a choice between his significant other and the Funko Pop collecting? I think maybe he should try to cut his collection down a little bit. I don't know if he had a hundred of the same ones. It might kind of show some type of obsessive compulsive thing that would probably read to a new person that you're trying to date as stalker. That they will become obsessed with you. Because people don't really wouldn't just read into the fact that you like collecting these figures a bunch. They might read into it, especially if I don't know you. And I see, like, I look in your closet and you have 80 of the same purple shirts. That means that you become obsessed and fixated on one particular thing. And that could be a person. And if that's me, like, if I come out of my house and you're, like, hanging out and I never told you where I live. Or you pop up at my school or every time I see you, like, I'm walking around and you just pop out of nowhere. It would probably creep me out because I would think that that would be the next thing if somebody has, like, a bunch of the same thing. That they have an obsessive personality and they might obsess over me. And most people, not just girls, I think even men would be creeped out by that. Especially if it's a new interest that you're trying to, or at least try to hide your weird until you get in real good and then slowly let the weird come out. <laughs> then let is your, what I would suggest. Don't so you're saying, weird out there. You're so saying, hide the Funko Pop. 
keep it on the DL, <laughs> and then once she's comfortable with you, let your freak flag fly. Yeah, just kind of slowly be like, so you know those Funko Pops, and then just show her the basement where you have a bunch of them. And then by that time, she'll be interested enough. Maybe she'll think it's even weird, cute, and quirky. But in the beginning, she probably would just be like, oh, my God, this guy's obsessed with Funko Pops. What if he becomes obsessed with me? And then I can't get rid of him if I don't really like him after a couple of dates. What if throw all the pops in the closet and hope she doesn't open the closet? Yeah, just just hide them for now and let the weird come out slowly. But what she if she opens his, the closet and they all fall on her? What if his fetish is that he can't perform unless all his Funko Pops are watching him? Ooh. Uh, then he really needs to get some help. <laughs> <laughs> he has like a plastic. Or he really needs to find somebody that's just as weird as him right. and can't perform without Funko Pops watching them. Or without plastic. Like you had to got... find a girl that's into it too. That's like a... the only thing I can say. If you have weird corks that can't be ironed out, just find somebody that's into that weird cork when you write your Tinder profile or however <laughs> you, you, you put in there. Plastic Funko fetish. Pops. Yeah. <laughs> You, like, actually write all of that in your profile, and when the person reads it, if they're still interested, then, hey, it works out. Nice. Your profile picture could be a picture of you with all your pops. Right. right. In the bathroom. Well, or when you... I was single, I always put in my profile That's a good idea. stuff I was into. Like, if you ever tell me to turn off my video game, I'm going to say, fuck you, pretty much. Right. <laughs> like, I just had certain things that it just would not work out. Deal breakers. Like, yep. That's just deal breakers. And I kind of... I think maybe since this is an episode where we're talking about Valentine's and dating, that's a valid point, is that, you know, if there's deal breakers, there's deal breakers. I'm not saying be so choosy where you're like, I won't date a guy that don't have ears that aren't two centimeters to the north of their eye. Or they don't have co- co- connected like earlobes. Like something ridiculous. I won't date a guy who has nostrils that aren't the size of a bee. Like it just has. If it's ridiculous stuff like that, then that's just stupid. But having preferences are, are okay, but you still need to be pretty open, you know. But some things are not negotiable for me. Right, right. Like video Particularly games. Particularly political stances are not negotiable for me. We could be friends, but. I'm probably not going to marry you and have kids with you and all of that. I'll even invite you over for turkey. But it's just like certain things on a first date that I'm like, if you want to shit on my chest, probably not. <laughs> Pee in my hair, probably not. Puke on me, probably not. Non-negotiable, you know. You should put it out there. But, you know, you can ease it out there, too. Especially if you're awkward. I'm an extrovert, so it's very easy for me to just, you know, kind of go out there and be like, okay, I'm going to find out if they like me or not. But for a, for a person that's more introverted, I think you kind of just got to feel the person out and find out. But Hold you on. should discuss Akita. certain things Akita. way before getting married. <laughs> Akita, are you what? telling me that at some point you've had the conversation with your boyfriend where you've asked him if he's into shitting on your chest? No, I never did that. Okay. I just assumed he wasn't. <laughs> All right, good. Like, I just figured it out, but... I'm just saying, you know, people get married and then they find out all of this really weird stuff. And, right. You know, as I said, it's a Valentine episode. So we're talking about relationships. So are you saying that I'm out of line that even though I've been with my wife for 12 years, we, we just finally married and now suddenly I feel like she should give me anal and that's wrong? I think you should have discussed that before y'all got married. Damn it. <laughs> See? You should have I feel like that's the magic flower that should be offered to me now that she is my wife. I think that that should no, be my that's right. that's not how it works. Damn it. It doesn't work that way. That's not realistic. 
you have to write a contract like 50 shades of gray style, you know? <laughs> 50 I mean, shades of, of gray skull? Gray, yeah. 50, 50 shades, shades of gray skull. No, 50 shades of Grayson. There you go. Dick Grayson? Yeah. <laughs> Kids can be so cruel. Oh, that's awesome. Thank you, Akita. Well, you know, it's funny. I, you've opened my eyes up to a lot of things with, with your advice here. Like, for instance, I now realize that my wife doesn't hug me correctly. So you're saying if she pulls away when she's hugging and doesn't rub her boobs against me, that that's not a good thing. That means that's she... Not a, that's not a flirty hug. Oh, it's boy. Just, it's a meh hug. Oh, boy. I'm in trouble then. But if she hugs somebody else like that, then you should be like, I saw what you did. <laughs> and she'll be completely confused. Like, what do you mean? Uh, it's just a hug. You did a flirty hug. That's right. You rubbed Akita those boobs. told me all about it. I know all about the boob rubbing now. I'm well aware of what's going on here. Awesome. Thanks for all your advice, Akita. That was very helpful. Did she that... makes good chili. Yeah, my wife does make good chili. Tom's wife. Yeah. Did that help you guys out? Did Akita's advice help you? No. No? No, why I'm, not? I'm, I'm still going to collect Pops as many Harley Quinns as I want. There you go. <laughs> well, at least keep them in a the closet if you're trying to, if you're interested in somebody new. And or, the lo- or the loft. Yeah, put Wherever them up in you want to keep them. I'm hide just them. saying. I don't have that option. As soon as you walk into the kitchen, the Star Wars figures are there. Yep. <laughs> I, I mean, you can see my Pokeballs and my other random, like my Harley Quinn and my Monster High and other random things that I collect. But I don't have them in excess like I had when I was a teenager. When I was a teenager, you couldn't literally not see my cylinder wall. My room looked like an anime slash video game slash comic book store. The walls were white by the time I was done with them. They were not white. They were covered. I had so many posters. They were on my ceiling. And I Aki- think Akita, that- they have Monster High Funko Pops now. My daughter would I'm love like- those. <laughs> they just came out. My daughter would love those. Yeah, I got to get them for Gracie. Well, I don't like the new Monster High dolls. They're not scary enough looking. Oh, uh, okay. They look pretty, like, standard. Yeah, but even that Cyclops. That was, what about that Cyclops looking one? That's not what I'm saying. They actually changed the, the look of the Monster High dolls. They were, like, oh. a little bit more scarier. They look more like Barbie dolls. Yeah, they definitely to made a Halloween them, party. Yeah, they made them prettier. Before, yep. they, they, they look different. That's what attracted me to them because I'm not a Barbie person. Is that they looked interested and they kind of stood out. That's why I like the Monster High dolls. I don't really like the show, but I like the the dolls because they were interesting. They didn't look like Barbies, but they actually did change a lot about them, and yeah. I don't really care for that. Right. They said no, they were too don't watch scary. the show because it's horrendous. I have to watch all the time. My daughter. Yeah, my daughter's into it too. So bad. See, that's why I was lucky enough to get, like, my friend's little sister into, like, Justice League nice. and Young Justice. So that's what she watched. She were like, hey, want to watch cartoons? Yeah, you can get her like, into uh, DC, yeah, DC Superhero Girls. Those are cool. No, we actually just let her watch regular cartoons. Like, we just regular, flat out, ain't no... But she's one of those type of kids that's kind of like a tomboy. She likes skateboarding and stuff like that. So she just doesn't like the cute girly shit anyway, to be honest. A Tom like, Van Zamp boy? <laughs> pretty much. I don't know. It's just not her thing. So it, we really didn't have to trick her into like being like, look, here's a Wonder Woman Barbie. You know, it's just like, I like Wonder Woman. She's cool. Nice. And you get some kids that are like that. For me, I think it's more about letting the kid work into whatever gender crap that they're going to do later in life. She wants to be a girly girl and wear pink, let her do it. 
But when it comes around to be Halloween and she say, I want to be a Spider-Man, I don't want to be a princess, I wouldn't argue about it. I think people kind of like choose these things that are quote unquote for a little girl or a little boy for their kid. And then when they grow up and they're not geeks, they're like, shit, I did it wrong. I should have made her watch Justice League instead of My Little Pony. That's it. Like, you're the parent. You have control of the TV. You have control of the remote. Well, you I, can mold their little minds. That's right. I took my <laughs> eight-year-old daughter to see Lego Batman movie today, so I'm doing the right thing. We, yeah. we, watch, good, we watch good stuff all the time, but it can't happen all the time. Yeah. She's still obsessed with Disney princesses and all that shit, too. Well, they're going to get brainwashed by school, too, and other people and outside influences that have nothing to do with you anyhow. So if all their friends are into it, they're going to be into it. But I don't know. I was one of those. Like, I think when we used to play Barbie, Barbie was always like our rape victim. She's really messed up. Because <laughs> we had like G.I. Joe action figures. Yeah. Like we would play with my cousins would come over. It was like a big group of us. So there were boys and girls. And as kids, you just want to play together. So whatever toys you have. So since my cousin had like Batman and we had stupid Barbies, we didn't want, we were forced to get Barbies because, you know, people like, it's girly to play with Barbies. You'll be so girly. So we would like combine our playtime and for whatever reason, it would end up turning into Jerry Springer and Batman was cheating on this Barbie doll with this other Barbie doll and they would get in a fight and start pulling each other hair. Or G.I. Joe would be like an abusive husband and be raping Barbie. It was really disturbing for children. I don't know why we came up with this stuff, but that's, that's what would happen when we would play. I guess that was our ideal of relationships. It's actually yeah. the original script for Toy Story, but it never made, made it past the early production stages. They scrapped that one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, that's awful. I feel like I need to take a shower. Seriously. Wow. Sorry, Akita. That's rough. <laughs> Barbie the Rape Victim. Jesus. That's, I, that may be the title of this episode. Good Lord. It's Please awful. don't do that. <laughs> no, I won't. I'm just kidding. That would not be a, a good title no, for No, no, I won't. episode that's supposed to be centered around Valentine's Day. Yeah, I'm that wouldn't be a good Valentine's Day. Screwed up, and their ideals of relationships might not be too different from what adults think relationships are. Right. <laughs> Honestly. Awesome. Like, I had no clue what adults did when they went in a room. I thought men had, like, an elephant trunk, and they, like, waved it between the girl legs, and then she got pregnant. Really? <laughs> Some of us like, have an elephant trunk. Oh, no, please. I literally thought like it was an elephant trunk thing with like like an actual elephant trunk, and he they like wiggled it, and like that's where <laughs> I thought the water came from. The pee was from the like like how the elephants shoot the water out of their nose after right. they pick it. Up. That's what I saw in my head. As oh my kid. god! So I you have no clue. You must have been com- came from. You must have been co- of <laughs> a romantic <laughs> evening uh, when two adults were in the room. You the guy have... waved his elephant trunk between your legs, and then you were pregnant. <laughs> you must have been completely disappointed when you finally saw it, then, if that's what you thought was going to happen. Well, I saw it in the wrong way at summer camp. I called myself trying to, like, sneak over to the boy side of the camp, because I used to go to Christian. I went to Christian camp every summer when I was a kid, mm-hmm. and me and my friend used to do stuff like put mud in the other boys. Like, if we liked the boy, we would, like, pick on him. We would put mud in, like, their sleeping bag and make it look like poop or something, because that's <laughs> what kids do when sure. they're romantically interested. They do stupid stuff. Yeah, that's what grown-ups so do, we too. Decided we were going to sneak over there, and when we were sneaking over, some camp counselor was, like, getting undressed in the window, and we saw, like, a hairy piece of skin flap thing. We didn't know what it was. 
We screamed and ran back towards the girl side so fast. <laughs> so it was like, okay, never again. Like, I don't know what that is, but that's definitely not what that little boy that we pulled his trousers down in the pool had. It looked nothing like that. His looked like a Vienna sausage. We don't know what that was, but that's scary. <laughs> and it sure as fuck wasn't an elephant trunk. <laughs> it wasn't one of what we thought it would look like either, so we were really creeped out. Good but Lord. that's the stupid stuff kids do to flirt. I wonder what it would be like if adults did the same thing to flirt with people. <laughs> like, Probably get arrested. <laughs> Like, let me put this pile of mud on your bed that looks and like shape it like a piece of dog shit to show that I like you. Probably be on some list on the internet. <laughs> yeah. Let me punch you in your shoulder really hard. That might be somebody's like, fetish, though, Akita. That's just fun. Oh, oh, yeah. What else was romantic for kids where we used to uh, cut the girls wore these scrunchies in their hair? Like, if a guy liked you, you gave him hit your scrunchie and he would wear your scrunchie around his arm. Really? It was like way to be claimed or whatever so you know you knew what guy was popular because by the end of the camp he would have like scrunchies almost halfway up his elbow like rico suave style or something (laughs) ah to be young it would be nice to be young again to be young and in love that's right then maybe i could could find somebody who would agree to give me anal before i marry her (sighs) see that's why you negotiate contracts before and you ask you don't want to find out strange things about a person. Like, you might end up finding out that your wife that's named Jennifer used to be Jerry. You never know. Uh, <laughs> that she might, she might have been packing an elephant trunk at one time or another? Possibly. <laughs> I think we get some friends who'd probably like that, actually. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't have an issue if somebody told me up front before I got super involved if I found out that my husband used to be my wife. At least I know. And if I'm willingly still going to go into the relationship you're not hiding anything from me because that's one thing that i will say to end this off that the key to a good relationship is honesty and communication i agree and trust because if you don't have those things you really won't have a good relationship even if y'all curse each other out and try to kill each other at least those are honest feelings to what piss y'all off like at least you're not you know hiding your feelings honesty communication and occasional anal those are the keys to a successful relationship and not making fun of lady gaga yes exactly (laughs) i'm getting a lot of shit for that akita for making fun of lady gaga i made a comment about her super bowl performance she had an outfit on that made her belly look kind of flabby and i just made a little passing comment about it. And then people got all political. Oh, everybody's, everyone thinks I'm body shaming, and I'm not body shaming. I, just, I shouldn't have said anything. That's the bottom line. I mean, people are so sensitive, but I can't say nothing because the minute somebody says something about something related to skin color, I'm probably the same way. Like, what did you mean that person was wearing black shoes? <laughs> they had on black shoes. What is that supposed to mean? I don't know. People get like that about a bunch of things, but I don't know. Maybe the outfit really did make her belly look flabby. Who oh, knows? She wears weird shit. I'm a feminist, and I can say that, that she wears some weird shit that yeah. I don't get. I like her music, but she does wear weird shit, but that's part of her court. And if that's making her a bunch of money, I can't say nothing about it, because maybe I should get up and wear weird shit and sing, too, if it's going to make me a lot of money. Right. <laughs> Anyways, that's the last we're going to talk about that money. We're not going to bring that up again, right? Delete. Delete. 
Delete. Add that to your list of deletion. So, okay. Speaking of the list of deletion, we got to get on with that because we're ra- we're going to be wrapping up the show soon. But Akita, thank you so much for answering those questions. You were awesome. Let me ask y'all a question. Go ahead. Who's your celebrity Valentine? Who would you send a card and say, "Will you be mine"? Mariah Carey. Derek. Oh, I don't even know. I can't even think of anyone right now. Zarana. <laughs> Zatanna from the <laughs> yeah. Justice League Dark movie. <laughs> The mayor of Gotham. There you go. I would say I really like Zoe Saldana. And even when she's done up in green as Gamora in Guardians of the Galaxy, I just think she's beautiful. I would send a Valentine to Zoe Saldana, probably. I really thought you were going to say Zac Efron. (laughs) No, that's your man crush. My man crush is Justin Timberlake, if we're going to get gay about it. If we're going to be gay Iceman about it. If we're going to channel full Snagglepuss, then I would send a Valentine to Justin Timberlake. But and he would serenade you, too. That would be He'd marvelous. Be oh, that would be excellent. He might actually, he, maybe he'd give me anal. He probably would. He might. <laughs> he and then he'd me. sing Cry Me a River. <laughs> <laughs> Derek's, um, Derek's totally who disgusted. Who would I send a Valentine? Yeah, who would yours be? Who's your celebrity crush? Uh, I have a lot of female crushes i would definitely probably send scarlett johansson that's a good one let me see who am i still into i would see chris evans one for sure but he would have to like if he was like hey we're gonna go on a date he'd have to come dressed as captain america right on (laughs) wearing his super bowl champion patriots hat because he's a big patriots fan so I wouldn't care what he wore as long as I could see that nice ass. I don't give a shit. Like, I'd be like, you could be wearing some. He could come wearing a hot pink outfit, and I'd be like, that's cool. A pink tutu like Batman. There what if go. he came dressed up as Cap Wolf? <laughs> she doesn't US care. Agent. As long as she can see that ass, she just told you. Well, you'd just see the furry tail, really. Yeah. True. Oh, let's not get into furries. Yeah, you know, you were never into that, were you, Akita? Furries, that whole thing. I mean, I have friends who dress up as that. It doesn't bother me. I think it's another facet of the cosplay community. It's definitely interesting what people do when they build them because they, like, make the eyes move and light up and glow. Some of them have tongues that look real. When they talk or move their mouth, they move. So they put a lot of work into them. I can't say I would want to wear a fursuit, but I can't say anything against people that do it because cosplay is a big community of people that dress up as a bunch of stuff. Right. So I can't say anything about it because I've seen people dressed up as full-size dragons and wearing stilts, which I would never do that because that's a lot of work. That's a good way to break your ankle or something. Jesus. Or full body paint. Oh, that's you. You got to want it. Kill you. Yeah, you got to <laughs> want it. That, that is bad. All right. Well, let's wrap it up. We're going to do uh, J Money's list of deletion. And Akita, you want to hang out so you can give recommendations? We can sure. skip the list, uh, Tom, since we're running long. Do you want to skip the list this week? Yeah. All right, since we're running a little long this week, we're going to skip the list of deletion. You'll just save it for next week and add to it. It'll be an extra long list of deletion. Does that sound all right, Money? Sounds great. Next week I'll be on location from Portland. Oh, that's right. You're traveling out there to see us, dog. Sure am. Nice. I'll be there by the time this episode drops. Is he going to actually be on the show with us next week? I doubt it. But I'll be going to Wizard World Portland, so I'll be putting pictures up all week. We will expect a full report when you absolutely uh, record. And I will be at KatsuCon. There you um, go. This coming up weekend. Oh, nice. All right. Awesome. 
All right, well, let's do our quick recommendations, and obviously, Akita, tell us all about Katsukan, but uh, we'll let you go first. Akita, what do you want to recommend to all the knotheads out there this week? To just be nice to each other, love each other, and don't complain about who's geekier, who's not. It's all geeks. Mm-hmm. Love each other. It's Valentine's. At least pretend to love each other. That's right. <laughs> I agree. And you're going to be at Katsukan. Where is Katsukan? Katsukan is in Washington, D.C. All right. So Pretty close to Baltimore. What days are you going to be there? I'm going to be there the 17th, 18th, and 19th of February. And what will you be cosplaying as? What should people be looking for when they're at Katsukan looking for you? I will be dressed up as Sydney from Final Fantasy XV, mm-hmm. Asuka from WWE. Oh, uh, nice. A Vieira from Final Fantasy, any Final Fantasy that has that race in it, and then just in traditional, well, not traditional, Harajuku street fashion, Japanese street fashion will be my regular clothes, so that's oh. what I'm wearing. You're, uh, you're keeping steampunk Catwoman in the closet this weekend. I do not feel like wearing those heels. <laughs> <laughs> right on, I hear you. Awesome. I would think in honor of the Lego Batman movie, you'd want to do some kind of Batman-related cosplay. but uh, yeah. Well, KatsuCon is more of an anime con, right. so you probably want to go there more leaning towards Japanese stuff. Right. When I go to Wizard World, which is great because I just met somebody that dresses up as Iron Fist, I'm going to be Misty Knight oh, <laughs> and have an awesome. Iron Fist. So that's cool. I'm hoping that, that, cool. that pulls through because the guy uh, Iron Fist is pretty cool. It's the ridiculous like green and yellow outfit. It's like <laughs> that is not the it's not whatever's going to be on Netflix. Yeah. So uh, just some guy without a shirt on and, and crazy hair. Yeah. <laughs> With a big chest tattoo. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, that's awesome. Well, Akita, thank you for your recommendations and thank you for coming on this week and giving us your love advice. We appreciate it in honor of Valentine's week. And I believe you're going to, did you take a special Valentine's Day picture, cosplay picture you were going to post on the Not Another Nerdy fan page? Yes, I did. Nice. So you'll be dropping that on Valentine's Day so the knotheads can look forward to seeing that. Yes, I will. That'll be awesome. Thank you. All right. What do you got for me, Money? What do you recommend to all the knotheads out there this week? Just follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, and like us on Facebook. What other podcast do you know that will be covering two different conventions this weekend on two different parts of the United States Earth? And two different types of conventions, because Akito will be covering the KatsuCon anime convention, and you will be covering Wizard World, which is a straight-up nerd convention. Absolutely. So that, Yeah, that'll be good. It'll be nice to hear reports from both sides of that. How about you? you can't beat that. You can't. So how about you, Derek Mitris? What do you want to recommend to all the knotheads out there this week? Well, in honor of Lego Batman the movie, I'm going to recommend a new omnibus I got from Amazon the other day. It's the Batman Brave and the Bold omnibus that just got released. Cover price on it is a buck twenty-five, wow. but I got it for forty bucks on Amazon last week. It just came in the other day, so I haven't really you know jumped into it yet. But it's got the first probably year, year and a half of the Silver Age Raven and Bold Batman stories, you know, like team-ups and stuff, and it's, like, super nice print. You know, obviously it's, it's oversized, you know, omnibus, you know, style uh, hardcover book. It's awesome, so I would highly recommend it. Cool. 
Well, I will recommend, as always, The Blacklist, and I will also recommend Walking Dead, which came back tonight, actually, was the return episode, so it's back. Check it out. They're getting ready to fight Negan, so if you're into that sort of thing, you should definitely check that out, and also check out Lego Batman the movie, because that was a lot of fun. And also check out Voltron on Netflix. If yeah. You're a Voltron liker. Oh, yeah, I gotta get caught up on that. I like Season Voltron. Two is out. That's nice. Yeah, I like that. J Money doesn't like Voltron because he's un-American, but we like Voltron. So, <laughs> delete, delete, delete. All right. Well, on behalf of my awesome and amazing and magical and metal co-hosts, Mister D Rock, a Derek Amitris. The Muppets fucking rule. They do. Our very special guest, the lovely and talented, the beautiful cosplayer, Miss Akita Oaki. Kawaii Desu! (laughs) (laughs) We love you. And, of course, the man who brings the money, Mr. J Money. Everyone wish me luck on my long plane flight to Portland. Yeah, you'll be fine. My name, is, so. my name is Tom Van Zant. This has been Not Another Nerdy Podcast. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you again next week. Until then, bye-bye. Bye. Fuck Voltron. You just made the list.